All right, guys, this is Jill. Oh, this is Chris. And we're in the car. In the car. So uh, we're going to talk about get like having a niche or having a business that is just kind of unique. And I've got two examples, my brother and Chris's sister. So my brother is a firefighter and I know he does like 24 hour shifts and he's got days off and different things like that. And he has started this business where he actually gets wood, um, different pieces of wood and logs and different things like that. And he slices them into what planks, are they? just discs. planks, discs. And then, and then he and his wife sell those. To artsy car crafty stuff. You almost said artsy fartsy, didn't you? I did almost say artsy fartsy. I was like, man, babe. Artsy crafty stuff. Artsy crafty stuff. So then he's selling that to crafters or centerpieces or, or whatever. And and he's been, I, at first I thought like eventually people would like stop buying it. Like, like eventually it's going to be a fad and it's going to be gone. He's been doing it for years. Yeah, a couple years. And years. and he, he hasn't raised his prices. Like, he actually, he charges a really good price. Well, I mean, it's a good deal. I think he, for the most part, gets and goes out and gets the, you know, the materials for free. Yeah, I don't think he's paying for the wood. I don't know if he has connections with the Forest Service and they just need, you know, they need to have the, the, wood, the wood hauled off. It's got to be something so. like that. Um, or if he's getting permits to go cut down certain trees, like, that could be a thing, too. That's true. Um, if in, in addition to the planks or the the silt the what you call discs, there you go. He also had some really big, beautiful wood um, wood logs, and he put together Tops. a contraption where it cut them into essentially tables. Like he's got different, and he's got those curing right now, so those have to dry out, I think, for a while. Um, but again, I'm I'm pretty sure he can sell those for a pretty penny. And you know, it's it's a good little it's a good little side hustle. I don't know if he'll ever turn that into a full size a full business, but it's it's a good little hustle for him. So there there you go. That's one one way in which you can find a niche, find very, something that people have niche. that you that you were like, hey, I can do that, and people will buy it from me. Um, he lists them on Facebook. I don't know if they list them on Instagram. I haven't yeah. followed Instagram to see if they're on there, but I know they list them on Facebook in different local groups. And sure enough, they have people messaging them and coming by and buying 12 or 20 or five or whatever. Yeah. And they sell them for $4 up to like 12 or 15 bucks a piece. And I'm like, way to go. Like what a good little, good little hustle to just make some cash. Um, There's always firewood laying around. <laughs> I guess that's burning his profits, though. That, oh, that's funny. <laughs> profits up in smokes, literally. We could we could come up with a lot of, of funny things for that. So, and then Chris's sister, she actually makes. This is the time. It's the time of year for it too. If you're listening to this now, it's the holidays. Getting ready to sell it starting in November. Yeah. So she is. I think I'm posting this though after that. So we're, probably. We'll, we'll just do in the. It's hard to be. It's hard to be arbitrary with dates and stuff when we're doing these. Um, it's seasonal work. It's seasonal more work, more so. But she, around the holidays, she starts making cinnamon rolls and also dinner rolls and selling those. So we had a whole conversation, um, me and her, when we were driving once as far as how she can make make more money and what she can do to like make more rolls. And she said the thing that takes her the most time is the baking. baking of it. 
And then I was like, well, what if you didn't bake them? What if you just made them? They're all ready to go. They're all risen, rised, risen. They're all risen. They're ready. They're ready to go. And people, you know, either deliver them or you pick them up and they just go right into someone's fridge or they go right into into an oven. oven. And then they bake them for the time and then they come out smoking hot. Smoking hot cinnamon smoking hot rolls. Ooh, maybe we should smoking hot buns. Oh, <laughs> I need to tell her that we figured out a name for her business. Smoking hot buns. Smoking hot buns. Yeah. Um, and and there's the niche that she has, and she she'll whip up. She'll you know she'll say that she's doing so many batches, and she'll have orders for all of them. And they'll all be gone. Yeah, like, the orders are all gone. And she's doing a great job. She said the she did calculate. Her profit and expenses and different things like that, and the, the price of butter is her biggest um, is her biggest it's expenditure cost. or cost, and so the price of butter kind of will will differentiate what she can sell them for or what her profits will be. Her profits will change because she puts butter on the top of the dinner rolls, but then on the cinnamon rolls she puts them in. You put a lot of bitter inside. Uh, bitter. Bitter it's butter. butter. Bitter butter. It's not. It's just butter. Um, but yeah, she puts a lot of butter in those, which is why they're so, so good. good. Yeah, I know. Wow. The next time she does a batch, I think I want to call her and order some. Yeah. It'd be so nice to have cinnamon rolls and not have to. Well, make them. you always make cinnamon rolls around the holidays. You just order from her. Since in the last couple of years, it seems like it's been a chore to do that. So you should, we should just order from her and give it to all of our friends. Ooh. With a little thing on there that says, "Hey, you know." Kurt, these were from so and so. If you want to order more. Um, yeah. All right, I'll I'll have to think about that. So. so there you go. And then my son, he decided that he well decided that's not the right <laughs> word. He came to me and said, "Mom, I you need to help me come up with an idea to get more money." You need to help me. Come yeah, up you need with to help me with money. an idea. And I was like, "Wait, what?" So he and I, there's actually some mistletoe that is growing on some um, trees, trees around our, our house. Trees in our neighborhood. In our neighborhood. We're going to have to cut the trees down eventually. I think, yeah, the, the HOA is going to lose the trees. Um, homeowners Association, we live, we live in Arizona and we have those. They're not our favorite. So once again, it's a seasonal thing that he could pull it off the trees and potentially... Make it into something cute. Bag it up, sell it off. Sell it for a couple of bucks. Yeah. I think it would be. I think he could actually do pretty good with that. So we'll see if we'll see if we get him investigate that. Because again, that would be one of the things like, you know, yeah, we could do it on Facebook or what are the next door apps or whatever things out there. I know that, there's lots of different ways to get out. Heck, I mean, he he'd go door to door. The thing is though, is that people aren't going to buy from a 14 year old. He'd have to rope his sisters into selling door to door because they're much cuter. <laughs> and I and people will buy from cute little girls sooner yeah. than they'll buy from a teenage boy. That's, um, that's I, and that sounds maybe, maybe I'm being weird, but I just know it's really hard to say, you know, you know, no to cute. And we can put a, we can put together a cute saying for them that it's like, hey, we're selling mistletoe, so you can kiss that you can get more kisses over the holidays or something, yeah, something. right? Like, how many do you want? <laughs> how many, how kisses, many kisses? do you How want? many kisses do you want this holiday? And we'll sell you that much mistletoe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it works that way, but sure. All right. So niches and figuring out kind of like what what you can do and also with some of these side hustles you can start doing it and if it works and it's profitable you can grow it into something different and it might just be a seasonal thing you do sometimes yeah like when i did ebay have i talked about ebay on this yet i've not talked about ebay okay so i sold maternity clothes on ebay when our oldest kids were probably like four and six you know 
well, they were younger than that. They might have been, I, the oldest might have been three or four. And so I would drive, on Saturdays, I would go do garage sales. And I would drive by neighborhoods that had young Roll the families. windows down and the kids kids in the backseat of the car would, Do I need my tiny clothes? They would, no, no, turnity. Not maternity, but they, I would. Because I would yell out the window. I wasn't getting out of the car if they didn't have, I, that was a waste of my time to get my kids out of the car and then walk around and pretend I'm interested in their bowls and their like cups and stuff. And then they don't even have any maternity clothes. So I would roll down the windows, yell from the car, nicely, obviously, a smile. If they had any maternity clothes, they'd say, no, we'd keep driving. Um, but sometimes they would have, they're like, yeah, we have it right over here. And a few times ladies would be like, actually I do, but I didn't bring it out. Let me go get it. And sure enough, um, I'd buy them for anywhere between 25 cents to a dollar a piece. And then I'd come home and they were clean. Like I'd buy the clean stuff. I wasn't gonna, I started washing it and then redoing it, but I got to the point where I was buying it, it was clean. Like whoever is gonna buy it for me is gonna, if they're buying they're it used, they're it gonna too. wash it. And I would put medium, like a pair of, you know, maternity pants with maybe put two medium tops. I'd put a lot, yeah, a couple. Very and then I could, I could sell them for, I don't know, anywhere to eight to 10 to $15 per lot. And then they'd pay shipping, and that was again that was fun. That was fun to do. Um, I only did it for about a year, and then then I was like, yeah, I'm done. Then sold everything. So, um, but but yeah, there's there's lots of different ways to to put together a side hustle, bring in extra cash, start a little business, yeah. um, and you can grow it from there. It can become. It can turn into something amazing. That it can. All right. Any other side hustle ideas? Um, uh, not to share at this point, I don't think. All right. It's always side hustles. There's always something. Something going on. Okay, right, well. so that was, I guess, a highlight on three different ideas that we, well, one that we've done and two that we see that other people are doing. Um, I'd be interested when you're listening to this, if you have an idea for a side hustle, like, uh, leave us a voicemail. Like, leave us a voice message on Anchor. If you're listening to this, listen to us in the Anchor app and you can actually leave us a message. I'd love to hear what your side hustle is and um, maybe it'd be fun to interview somebody. Yeah. That had about their side hustle and what they're doing and why they're doing it and how they got started. That'd be interesting to hear about a bunch of different, bunch of different people doing different businesses and how they're doing them. All right, guys. So um, thanks for listening to us. Please subscribe and like and share. Yeah. Oh yeah, tell people about how fun we are. We're fun. Yeah. Oh, they like us. They really like us. All right, this is Jill. This is Chris. We've been, been in, in the, the car. car.